What's up, guys? Welcome to the Who Better Than You podcast. The podcast where we dive deep into self-development and how to implement more of it into our daily lives. My name is Gina. I'm a 28-year-old fitness coach and yoga instructor, and I have met many other women in their 20s sharing the same struggles as me. I figured it was time to get raw about what it's like navigating life at this age. Half figured out, half hot mess. Get ready to embrace your inner strength, defy expectations, and step into your power. It's time to conquer imposter syndrome and become the unstoppable force God has created you to be. No matter what life throws at you, there's nobody better than you for this journey. Let's dive in. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Who Better Than You podcast. My name is Gina. I'm the host for your show. Hope you guys are having a wonderful week. We are officially, well, if you're listening to this on Monday, seven days away from Christmas, which is so exciting. Uh, I know you can't see me unless you follow me on Instagram where I post some of my uh, video snippets, but I'm wearing my In My Mary Era sweatshirt that a client had made for me. And it's so super cute. And I am just getting back from the gym and sipping on a Chick-fil-A iced coffee, which I have to say trumps all other iced coffee ever. I mean, everything Chick-fil-A does is already goaded, so I don't know why it's a surprise to me that their iced coffee is just as phenomenal. But what I love most about it is you can also order like a full meal and instead of getting a drink you can get an iced coffee. And I don't even think they upcharge you or it might be like by a dollar or something. So uh, I love that. Big fan of that. And today is my first day that I am sort of unemployed. If you've been following along to the show, you might kind of know. If not, just like a brief overview. So I am a personal trainer and I was working for a gym and I stopped working at that gym uh, last week. And I'm making a career transition, which is really exciting, but also scary. I'm starting to open my own yoga business. Um, So I'm using a space to teach classes out of weekly. And I'm working on my website, having my podcast on there as well. Um, Just trying to build a brand and do something that I have felt called to do for a really long time, but just have made a lot of excuses for why it wasn't the right time. And in the meantime, I'm just kind of trying to figure out and navigate what my next step is, whether that's doing online personal training or doing my own training, um, like apart from anyone else, like it's just me and what I want my yoga business to look like. So there's just a lot of like moving parts that I'm super unsure of, but I also know that it feels really good in my body to uh, make a change so that's like a good sign but I also just feel like well what the f is next so today I had a pretty busy morning but I would say like during my workout I just was like having the most negative thoughts and just you know like the self-hate talk that we that we do and just thinking like What if I can't make enough money or what if this all goes wrong or what if I don't figure out what it is I exactly want to do? What if I miss my calling? What if this? What if that? And I really felt like the enemy had my thoughts in like true captivity and 
it was, it's pretty exhausting. And I don't even think I was as aware of it until I was driving home. And I had to literally out loud be like, okay, enough. Like, because I'm just being so extremely rude to myself. And it's been what, one day that I'm not quote unquote working and I'm like already starting this self-deprecation of like, what was me? And so it really had me thinking what it is I needed to tell myself to get out of that headspace. And I listened to a podcast because truthfully, I don't like to be alone in my head. I know sometimes we have to be, but when I don't have to be, I will really do what I can to not be. (laughs) And the episode was about what makes somebody successful. And going into it, I thought, because, you know, my head's been thinking more in like the LLC train and getting investors for this or doing this or how to present a business plan. And so I thought that's kind of like what it was going to be. Like these are practical steps um, for finding success, blah, blah, blah. But really what the whole episode was framed around was the idea of failure and how some of the most, if not all of the most successful people are so successful because they were simply courageous and they went for it. And that really very much so resonated with me for just especially like where I am right now in this moment and something that I've already felt passionate about and I've talked about a few times on the show. My first episode was geared all around the idea of imposter syndrome and how we hold ourselves back from things and opportunities and visions and dreams that we have for ourselves simply because we just don't feel like it's for us or we feel like we're not qualified enough or we feel like well, all the ducks have to be in a row before I I go for something like this. And so I came home and pulled up my laptop and I just started like typing away at some different things that have been on my heart and that I want to talk about the idea of what does make success and how can we not so much attach our worth to our productivity in the sense of like only giving ourselves rest when we hit a point of burnout or we feel like we've just worked ourselves into the ground because I don't think that births the most success and just even looking back on my life and the patterns um, that I've created is just that this idea of like hustling and doing three or four jobs at a time and thinking that that is success because my again I've attached my worth to working X amount of hours to prove something to literally nobody, I guess, but myself and really not getting anywhere. I mean, if anything, I've just made it to continue living the way I've lived. But we never will adapt a growth mindset that way. And the most successful people, that's not how they have achieved success. They actually, I think, work smarter and not harder. That is the goal. And the only way that we can achieve this is through the idea of failing forward. And the guys on the podcast I was listening to, that's what they were they were talking about, like especially with their social media, they would just try a bunch of different things and throw it at the wall and whatever would stick, they would <clears throat> do more of that and then switch it up. And, and you know, you're never going to know until you try everything and see what works. And that's why I don't regret any job I've ever had, any person I've ever dated, any opportunity I've ever taken. Because I do think that you have to do 
these other things to get you closer to what it is you're really uh, passionate to do. Now, there are some people who probably just get very lucky and they go to school to be a doctor and they know that they want to be a doctor and that's wonderful and great. But I do think there is this deeper desire in all of us that we have these passions and sometimes we're just sold that we are supposed to go to college and do XYZ and come out of it and get a job and get benefits. And again, there are some people that that probably can fulfill their life, but I don't think that's everybody's journey. And especially for someone like me, I'm a very type B personality. I'm very outgoing. I like to socialize. I'd get in trouble in class all the time because I just talk too much. And I never felt like college was my journey. And I just, I mean, I did it because that, I mean, it just didn't feel like there was another option. It was like, go to high school, and then we go to college. And I'm not saying I'm not grateful uh, for my degree and in the things that I've learned. I don't love the debt I'm in, but that's another podcast episode. So, <laughs> but what I am trying to say is there are the things that I am feeling called to do now. I don't even think I needed a degree. I, most of the things I've learned have been by experience and just networking with people and making those connections and I'm, I'm by no means trying to influence people not to go to college or anything like that but I am just saying we should recognize that there are different ways to achieve success and that might look different for everyone um, but what I do know is no matter what that looks like for you we never grow when we are complacent and this doesn't have to just be in your job we can think about it let's think about it in the sense of fitness Let's say that you do the same exact workout with the same weight, same reps, same tempo for the rest of your life. Yeah, you're still exercising and that's great. And you're moving your body and you're getting hurried up and all those things. But you're not going to see actual change in the body because we're not we're not putting added pressure, added tension to the body. That is the whole idea of hypertrophy and strength training, right, is our body will adapt to the imposed demands that we put on it. And that, just to break it down, is like if I want to grow my glutes, I have to progressively overload the exercise. I have to constantly challenge my muscle. I have to tear it down so that it can rebuild. And that's just one example. But, you know, doing something from a complacent standpoint, nothing's going to change. And oftentimes that's where we find ourselves in this complacent, comfortable era. But deep down, we have this desire for more. And I think that it is worse to stay stuck in that feeling and do the American dream way if you know deep down your heart's desire and passion is for something else. And at the end of your life, you look back and you just didn't do it simply because you were afraid. And I just think that is more scary than taking the leap and failing anyway. And that's my whole perspective going into my own business is essentially I'm betting on myself. I'm having faith and in myself and doing things that feel very scary and unfamiliar because I've never owned a business before. And my mindset has to change in the sense that Nobody who's had a business has had a business before. And like I was talking to my client this morning and she owns 
like a home health care system and she's very, very successful. And her and I were talking and I was like, you know, where did you learn this business mindset? Like, how did you even know? And thinking she was going to tell me like her parents taught her and she's like, I literally just researched and I watched YouTube videos and I Googled things and I really found that extremely admirable because I look at her and I see all the success and all the fruits of her labor now. And she's in her, I mean, she's so young. She's in her late 30s. And for me, like just knowing her, I've always just thought, well, she, I don't know. She just, she has it like that. She understands business. She knows numbers. She knows this. She knows that. And lo and behold, she taught herself all of these things. She asked her resources for help. And I think that should be encouraging to us because it just goes to show, I mean, my whole show is called Who Better Than You? This isn't something that is just meant for other people. It's meant for you. It's meant for me. It's meant for us. It's just, are we going to stay on this side of fear or can we be courageous and do the things that really do feel scary? Because a lot of times people aka me, won't do things sim- like because they want certainty. They want certainty before taking the risk. Like, okay, I'll spend the money to get that studio when I know I'm going to make that money back. And it just doesn't work that way. There has to be a risk involved. You have to bet on yourself and you have to just jump. Because sometimes, like, when your your back's against the wall, you really have, that's where you find out how resilient you are and, and how resilient you can be and what you actually are made of. Because in that moment, you have to figure it out. Like, again, I know, like for me, where I am right now, yes, there's a little bit of security, but really no, like I have to figure this out. And I will, and I know I will. And I don't expect to do that from an ego standpoint at all. I mean, it's something that I'm continuously praying about and asking guidance for. And But there also has to be action on your part as well. I can't just sit here and expect God to, to move all the parts for me and then so that I can be I can be safe and comfortable and be like, oh, okay, I see the other side of this mountain. I know that there's going to be success. So now I can make a move. Like it just, it doesn't work that way. We have to step out into the fear and I think when you do feel that fear when I think about back on my life and anytime I felt that it's actually a good sign because I think when you can do things and you feel that fear inside of you you are growing you are stepping into something better something that you're called to do and it is just it's a sign that you're on the right track because being complacent it doesn't challenge you it makes you feel content to just be who you've always been. And it's just, again, going back to that that idea of strength training and putting your body under stress. You have to do those hard things because that's the only way we're going to see the growth. So I think, like, I'm, I feel very passionate about this right now, probably because this is exactly where I'm landing in life right now. But I just know there has to be so many other people who – feel this way who want to go do these big things but they're just they're afraid that there's not going to be that reward to the other side 
And I think the biggest thing that we have to do is you just, you have to bet on yourself. Success is 99% failure. That's doing things that are a thousand percent not going to work out. And you have to let go of that fear of what is this person going to say about me? And and you just have to think like, why does that actually matter? And I, I think about this in the sense of fitness content. Like there's been many times I want to post videos or content for potential clients. And shamefully, I'll let the fear of what other people, other specifically coaches or other people in the fitness world, what they might think about it or say about it. And it's like respectfully, those people aren't making me money. So why the heck do I care what their uh, what their opinion about it is? Now, I, always being open to feedback is important, right? Like we do have to have the, the ego at bay because feedback is an opportunity to grow as well. Feedback is a way to, it's like being a sponge. Like you always want to be a learner and you always want to be open to receiving um criticism from people too and being discerning about who is giving you this criticism of course but there is so much growth in that as well and I want to just quickly um, I was looking up like bible verses for being courageous and Deuteronomy 31 6 says be strong and courageous do not fear or be in dread of them for it is the Lord your God who goes with you he will not leave you nor forsake you. And there was so much peace in that because it really is true. Like we're not we're not alone in this. And when we stay close to God and we just take the steps, he will equally provide. But you have to take the step. You have to step out on the other side of fear and you have to be willing to do the hard things and to maybe even look stupid a time or two. Because it's the only way that we're going to step into this next um, version of ourselves. So how do we focus? How do we cultivate a culture of, um, of courage rather than fear? So I think you, you have to, like anything, you start small. And you have to take steps to get beyond that fear. So let's let's switch up the example here. Let's think about dating. There's a lot of people, especially now with dating apps, like, authentically meeting someone is very challenging for them or maybe they have a very real fear of being rejected and so they don't do anything. I think instead of adopting the idea that you're going to go out and just ask a bunch of people out on a date and be this big extroverted person, I think it just starts small. It starts by smiling at somebody on the street. It takes sparking up a small conversation with somebody like, There's been ample times as a server, for some reason, sometimes I just get really shy. It's like weird. I'm like, oh, I don't want to go talk to this table because I, I don't know. I don't want to interrupt them. I don't want to bother them. Like all these different weird intrusive thoughts come into my mind. And I'm really not kidding. There are times that I have to be like, just be confident. Like I literally tell myself that in my head and I walk up to the table and I'm like, hi guys, like, you know, whatever. I give my spiel. And then I just start maybe small talking with them and I just extend that olive branch to create uh, like good rapport with them. And if it doesn't land and there, trust me, there's been times it hasn't. 
Like it is what it is, but it's knowing that I took that extra effort and that extra step to make this moment that matters for them. Uh, that that's enough for me and that makes me feel like I did something that I was not originally comfortable with and what that does is it just builds my confidence to do it again and do it again and I think the most important thing in all of this is to remember nobody has it all figured out I have reached out to multiple people for some help regarding my LLC and how to do my bank account stuff and blah 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 and a lot of small business owners I've talked to, they're like, yeah, I had no idea what that was. I talked to so-and-so's friend who was an accountant of this and this, that, and the other. Like, And it makes you feel better because you're like, oh, okay, I'm not as afraid now to ask the questions that feel stupid. But it's like, why is it stupid if it's something you've never done before? I don't know what an EIN number is. I really don't know. I'm going to tell you that right now. I still don't really know. But you almost have to like fake it till you make it and just ask the questions boldly and trust that someone's going to give you the answer because we've all started out from this place of curiosity and not knowing what, what steps to take next or how to get there. But the most important part is just realizing Nobody has it all figured out. Our college professors, they never had it figured out. Our parents never had it figured out. Hello, childhood trauma. I mean, we're all doing the best we can. And the the point of all of this is, is that you're you're taking the action and you're doing the steps and just remembering nothing matters as much as we think it does. If I post a reel on Instagram and I don't like the way my thigh looks from the side, it's not as big of a deal as I will fixate and tell myself that it is. Or maybe I call an exercise something different than what I meant to call it or whatever. That doesn't make me inadequate. It doesn't make me a bad trainer. And the same goes to you. Whatever your job is, wherever your passions are, you're not going to know all the answers. You're not always going to look like the smartest person in the room. And you shouldn't want to either. You should always want to surround yourself with people smarter than you. Because again, when we come from this place of a growth mindset and being a sponge and being a learner, that is how we truly grow. And that's how we step into um, the next best part of our lives is we have to be okay with failing, but failing forward, taking the step, learning from it, and then doing the next thing. When I started this podcast, I had no idea how to edit it. I don't have an idea. I still don't know how to put these things on YouTube, but I'm starting to watch YouTube videos and taking clips of the podcast and starting from like just starting small, trying to figure out, okay, how can I monetize this? I don't know. Let me Google it. And bam, there you go. I mean, we have ChatGBT. Like there's a lot of resources for us now. We just have to be okay with just doing it and, and maybe sounding stupid, but it's not stupid because if you've never done it before, then you're never going to know. And the worst thing that we can do is look back and just regret the chances and the opportunities that we didn't take because we were afraid of looking stupid for I don't even know who. I couldn't tell you one person that I'm afraid of failing in front of, but for some reason I have that fear of failing in front of people. And as we head into the Christmas week, 
I want you to make it your challenge, right? Like here we are, we're gearing up for the New Year's. It's like the bread and butter of wanting to change our whole lives. But I don't think that is the answer. I think we start small. We take the one thing, the one aspiration, and we start to visualize ourselves there because visualization is so important. And a lot of times our bodies will physically respond to that. Like it doesn't even know the difference. So Yes, we can sit there and we can think about how everything is going to go wrong and I can think about how I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills in a month and maybe I, no clients are going to want to train with me. I can think about those things or I can think about it from the perspective of what if everything that I've desired and that I've dreamed is actually coming into alignment for me? What if all the people who are meant to be on my path are going to be in my path and what if the resources and the network that I've been spending years on growing and these good relationships what if those are the people that are going to help me get to the next step in my life the scariest thing that we can do is nothing is to not be courageous and to play it safe because when we play it safe then we really stand no chance in getting what we want making the impact making the money making the difference that we truly desire to do. Psalm 138.3 says, In the day when I cried out, you answered me and made me bold with strength in my soul. And that's what I'm believing for us. That's the energy that we're going to be on the rest of this year and heading into the new year. I believe that 2024 is going to be the year of impact and redemption and making all of these changes that we need to step into who God has truly called us to be. So I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas with your families. There will be no episode next Monday. Uh, So in the meantime, please be sure to rate the podcast and share this with a friend. Uh, Connect with me on Instagram. I have my Insta handle in my um, the footer of the show because I just want to know what you guys want to hear more of what you'd like to see hopefully see I'm still working on figuring out the YouTube world thank you guys for tuning in Merry Christmas I love you all don't you forget no matter what today brings no matter what tomorrow brings there's nobody more equipped for this journey than you